0: Welcome to the Maritime Vision Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Rioli. In each episode, we bring you exclusive interviews with maritime professionals, industry experts, and students. Our guests come from different backgrounds, including shipping, yachting, offshore, and more. Our goal is to give you all the knowledge you need to succeed in the maritime industry. Hello everyone, welcome to uh, the Maritime Vision podcast actually. So today in this new episode, we are going to talk with uh, Shri. This is your surname actually because you have a very complicated name. Uh, but uh, don't be mad, I try to do my best. Uh, so uh, Shri is a vessel operator, has been in as a seafarer as well, I think. Uh, so it's very interesting. So today we're going to talk more about the vessel operation sides uh i think uh, we're going to do a kind of introduction of uh, vessel operation for people who want to know more about this uh, job this uh, industry so uh Shri, can you start by telling us a little bit about your background and did you start with the maritime industry please
1: oh, hi everyone uh so my name is uh but i uh, i mean like uh, paul lewis called me Shri. that's perfectly mm-hmm. all right uh so i come from mumbai india uh and I have a long, long connection with uh, the shipping industry. Um, so, I, my, you know, I come from a family where my dad was also a sailor. So the first time I stepped, I mean, first time that I was on board I was lit, literally a year old. So you know, so that's how far I go with my association with shipping. Uh, so that's how it started. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, my introduction was through my dad, uh, and once he stopped sailing. Uh, you know, I was thinking about six, seven years old and I had made a decision, you know, that I wanted to go out sailing because I, I loved it so much. So it was that seven year old's declaration that made it possible, you know, that made it work. Uh, and, uh, later when I finished, uh, when I was 18, I, I got into a, a pre-sea training, a training for mar- a maritime training school, uh, trained to be a seafarer, came out to sea uh and uh, so then i mostly sailed with uh, you know on 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 tankers it, it was a range of oil tankers chemical tankers uh, i've also done a few lng lpgs uh and then towards the last 5 years or 6 years of my sailing career i was with uh, bp uh and solely on their tankers uh, you know uh, on their uh, on their vessels uh and then uh fast forward to 2006, I sort of decided that I, you know, i had, had sealed enough. Yeah, uh, you know, uh uh and sorry, 2016, not six, two thousand sixteen. Oh, 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 oh mean years uh, at sea? Six? Sorry, sixteen, not six, so that was a correction. Uh okay. so that's about ten years at sea. Ten years at sea. Uh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh and yeah, so then, you know, I mean, before when started, I, I started, was, it was pretty clear in my head uh, that, you know, it is the 10 years that I wanted to put myself out at sea. Um, I didn't uh, want to, you know, grow too old sailing. Uh, so then then the natural shift uh, to move ashore was, you know, to, uh, to sort of up my skills. Uh, and that's how I landed up here in Rotterdam. Did my masters in uh, shipping and transport uh, something similar to what you're doing, yeah. um, and uh, that's how I, I came here. I got my first break uh, with uh, a freight forwarding company. I was you know, got into, uh, I got in as a as a pricing analyst for uh, project logistics, and yeah. uh, after a couple of months, uh, or say a year with them, I started missing that association with uh, shipping directly. And I, I okay. thought, you know, I would, for me, initially, it was a, ch- a, a way to uh, see if I could like something more, something different other than shipping. But uh, I, I, I somehow yeah. felt, you know, okay. the, the, the part the aspect of shipping was missing. So I was lucky enough, uh, UAL, uh, you know, I mean, there's an opportunity with them. So that's how yeah. I, I got in as an operator.
0: Okay, nice. So... Uh, maybe we can start by talking about uh, vessel operations um t- can you t- explain a little bit what is the role of a vessel operator it's maybe more for people who don 't know uh, on what kind of daily task you need to process
1: right so uh when it comes to shipping the commercial aspects of shipping, there are two parts there's something known as a prefixure that 's what the chart rings about where you 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 look for cargoes uh you know you you, you fix cargoes on a vessel uh and then you know you you base you fix it bases your own calculations to see how much you know revenues the that voyage OH can make you uh you know and then you you estimate numbers and then once a cargo is fixed uh this fixture is then passed on to an operator for the post fixtures so the 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 big responsibility that a vessel operator really has is that he's given a set of numbers he's given a a, a contract that is agreed on uh, between the cargo and uh, the carrier I mean the cargo owner and the and the carrier uh, it is his responsibility then to basically follow through on that contract as in follow through on that fixture so then it it, it is important uh, to make sure that you're always within budget it is always important to know that everything's done safely uh, efficiently uh, and uh, you know uh, in in the the, the the most perfect manner and you know um, and then uh, so then you you as an operator are like a focal point in the whole operations because then you are coordinating with the vessel, you're coordinating with uh, the charters, you're coordinating with, uh, uh you know, uh, the, with the agents with, uh, mm. you know, with so many other people who are yes, you know involved yeah. that, in that's why that, vo- voyage. that voyage. So mm. it's, it's a very, uh, it's a very responsible position. Let's say that, mm. but it's fun because, uh, it's it's never mundane you know not every day is the same not every Mm. voyage is the same you could be carrying the same cargo from the same point a to point b repeating it but uh, every voyage has its own unique uh, challenges that come up so it's about how creatively you can you can
0: you know work around those challenges it's okay
1: that that keeps it interesting yeah
0: okay very interesting so i have this question maybe i don't know if you can answer to this question because you know uh we have the, the the job as ship manager, like mm-hmm. superintendent, this kind of jobs. What is the difference with a vessel operator? Because it's very hard to find definition actually about the difference.
1: Yeah. So f- with respect to uh, vessel manager or superintendent, they're basically looking at uh, the day-to-day operations of the vessel. So okay. Then they not uh, so they're not really linked to the commercial side of uh, the shipping they're more looking okay. at the,
0: the running of it. the vessel okay. yes that's uh, so that makes sense yeah okay very interesting um so uh, we talk about the, the responsibilities you have uh with who actually you you work i mean you can be the charter manager the ship broker yeah, Which... so I work, so
1: uh, it uh, it changes from situation to situation. So at any given time, I'm working with the charters for sure. At any given time, I'm working with uh, the captain of the vessel for sure. I'm working with the agents for sure. So these are definite constants, uh, you know, going from voyage to voyage. But I could also be working uh, with uh, the vessel managers, you know, the vessel mm. uh, um, if need be, you know, if the, if the voyage or the circumstance needs me to get in touch with them, uh, I, I have to, I do get in touch with them. Uh-huh. Um, so vessel brokers don't come into the picture at all because they are a completely different part uh, of yeah. uh, the spectrum. Um, so that's that's uh, not part of, uh, uh, you know,
0: the commercial aspects of,
1: uh, uh, you know, of, uh, of, uh, the, of a watch share. Yeah.
0: Yes. Um, so, so can you... Uh what kind of type of vessels you operate in your life so i so we
1: at ual we have uh, mpps they're multi-purpose so okay. they are multi uh, purpose vessels so they are you know they they vary from ranges from 4000 to 12000 uh, dead weights um we are uh, we have a pretty unique and a niche uh um, way of operating because we we sort of cater to uh, we're, we're africa focused let's say that uh, in the in the name itself you can you can you know you see that it's universal africa lines okay. uh we're africa focused uh we have uh you know the the industry that we focus on is majorly oil and gas uh the mining industry in uh in africa so we have liner services that run between europe africa u.s africa we're also actively developing uh the the south america region as well uh, and uh, and then we have uh you know uh, then obviously there are spot bookings that we do spot fixtures that we do out of the mediterranean so uh, so what i per, i personally do is i i, act, I majorly look
0: at uh the
1: post ops for uh, the spot
0: bookings out of uh, the mediterranean Okay. And when you talk about multi-purpose vessels, uh, what kind of purpose it can be? on uh, how it looks like, like, this kind of vessels? Um, they look like uh, smaller bulk carriers.
1: Okay. So they've got hatches. and. you uh, have coins on it? Or? Yes, they could. And our vessels do. More, mm-hmm. Almost all. Almost all. Uh, and uh, so what we basically carry is brake bulk. More okay. Primarily brake bulk, obviously. Uh, we can also carry... We, we have... The option of carrying containers we have the option of uh, carrying grain uh, you know uh, so but so that's what the, that's what makes it multi-purpose that it can carry brick bulk it can carry containers it can carry you know okay very bulk it, uh, grains and
0: in your job yeah, so, is it not more challenging the fact that is multi-purposes because you need to touch to almost everything is that true? yeah yeah I, absolutely
1: i mean so what uh makes it like i said it, it's, it's it's very interesting because you know, it's that one voyage, you, you could be carrying green. So that yeah. has a different sort of handling to it, and it has different challenges to it. Uh, then you could be doing uh, a heavy lift uh, the next time. You know, you're doing a brake bulk, which needs special uh, handling. Uh, okay. And, you know, so every scenario is unique. Every scenario is different. It's about how uh, you as an operator, you know, you, you
0: dig in, you see how uh, you can,
1: you know, carry it yeah. safely yeah. What,
0: what, what can you say about the difference i mean for example a, a tanker operator uh, with a dry bulk vessel operator what is the main difference
1: the, the, there are big differences i think uh uh so the brake bulk is you know the dry cargos the the handling is different when you talk about mm. tankers you're talking about Uh, you know they have more uh, stringent regulations they have to worry about uh, uh, segregation of of oil they have to look at uh, um, the safety aspects you know um, the whole contract is different that is you know signed between uh, for a a wet uh, cargo like oil or chemical as compared to uh, Mm. dry bulk so operationally uh, the basic principles might be the same of shipping but uh the nuances of the trade are different okay
0: okay interesting so now if we want to talk more about the different tasks you have because vessel operator is very versatile it's not like a maritime lawyer for example where you are a lawyer so we know what is your job in vessel operations it's operations so you have different things to do so maybe we can talk first about uh route planning so what can you say about it what is your role uh, with all the, the planning of the vessels
1: yeah so how we do it is uh, our, our our basic role as uh, the commercial guys is basically let the the, the vessel or the master know what uh, rotation are we looking at what port rotation uh, are we looking at and then it is up to the master to basically plan his voyage uh, in you know with all his available means that he has on board with you know uh, with all this you know uh, Uh, we're taking everything into account so he does the planning where our role really comes in is if uh, for any reason the vessel has to enter a high risk area then uh, we have to sort of assist the master in uh, getting information and advice uh, for safe navigation say within uh, uh, you know the restricted area or when we fix uh, a vessel for a port, we have to make sure that the vessel can actually enter port, keeping mm-hmm. into account, you know, uh, the drafts or, uh, you know, other uh, restrictions. So, so we, can we, we, we get all sort of advice. I mean, that that part of uh, pre-checks is already done with agents in ports. And then, uh, with you know, then there is a lot of consultation that happens in the prefectures and then post mm-hmm. fixtures. So we can say with the, the
0: man- with the ship manager, you are the second captain of the vessel, ashore.
1: <laughs> no 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 no. You, no, no,
0: no, no no not really
1: because no, yeah. uh, you know the the master is uh the whole and soul. let's just say that you no, know no. his his word is his word and uh we we sort of we we do trust uh
0: our but masters, you need yeah. to collaborate uh, for sure oh, absolutely with, absolutely that's, that's my point actually you need to be very close to because yes it's like a uh, planning it's a uh, uh the captain is doing a big job about it as well. Uh so that's what we can say about route planning. What else are the tasks uh you have in your uh role? Like
1: yeah, so how it begins is uh I uh you know I, I basically get a handover from uh, our charters, you know, who do the prefectures. I uh, they gave me a handover with all the important information on it. It's my responsibility to uh send the voyage instructions to the master so that he knows what uh, he's expected to follow through. Um, then I get in touch with the agents, I nominate them, uh, you know, I let them know, Um, then the next part is uh, to bunker planning, you know, we we need to check with uh, the master whether he has enough bunkers, if he doesn't, uh, you know, what could be the best, uh, the next best uh, bunkering location, Uh, and so that, that is done, then then if there's anything else that is needed for uh, the loading operations maybe it could be some lashing materials that are needed or uh, you know depending on the on the cargo you are carrying or you know there's a the special sort of preparation that is needed for the cargo hold that they have to be cleaned in a way or uh, you know you need uh, you know there, there could be so many other things that aspects that are uh, needed for uh, a successful loading so then you know to get into that, um, then uh, voyage calculation, pre calculation is, yeah. is a big part. Where uh, for every voyage, uh, you you draw up, uh, you know, you you calculate your numbers, you see your numbers, and then you make an estimate of what your numbers look like. If you know, keep taking into whatever factors that you can, your experience uh, can take into account, and yeah. then and then just simply follow through. And then, so then these are the main parts and then, you okay. know, you
0: have to. Um, uh, fuel fuel cal- calculation. Are you making this as well? Like uh, taking into account the, the the distance, the fuel you need, or this is not your job to do it.
1: No, no. So that is bunkers is uh, absolutely part yeah. of our thing. So we, what we initially do is we do go back to the master. We ask him how much, you know, he can take because he knows how much of uh, bunkers he already has. How much uh, more could he, you know, that he can take, and then basis how much bunker that, that is already on board. We sort of do a calculation whether how much, you know, how far they can get, and then you know, the bunker price is obviously important for uh, mm. the the voyage calculation as well. Yes.
0: Okay. What is the most challenge uh, challenging task in your daily job? I mean, some a task like you know that it will be quite hard. You. So I think as. a thing
1: as a skill uh, that could be a difficult thing, but also interesting is negotiations. So when oh. you have, so when you have, uh, so, so every independent, no, 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 going back on how a cargo is fixed, it could be fixed. It's fixed on certain terms, right? So on certain terms, you do have on, on certain fixtures, you do have something known as a, a demerge and a detention, Right. So, um, you have to go back, you, you, there's a calculation that you do, you see that if the vessel has, you know, stayed longer than uh, the agreed uh, duration, then you you basically make a calculation, you go back to the charter and say that you are that they're liable uh, to pay that much extra. So, I think the challenging part is uh, on how you can put your point forward because they can also come back with a counter you know no. stating why they are correct so um so that's the challenging part where you have to sort of make sure that you 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 get what you've asked for uh so that's uh yeah i would say that's uh, the challenging bit but uh, i enjoy it uh, that's nice. that's the part i like so sure. yeah okay. but On- otherwise uh it's just about adapting to Yes, each scenario, display. which can be unique to unique, you know, different. I mean, it could be each, different time, each yeah. day is
0: different. Actually, what you mentioned. True. before um, yeah. what can you describe your first day as vessel operator? It was stressful. It was. Uh, can you describe it? it would, did you know uh, yeah, it was a little
1: daunting let's say that because you know you're sitting in front of the computer and then you see this exchange of emails happening and then you're trying oh, to oh. understand you know who is what and then uh, why is this you know going so the first day was uh it can be a li- it it was a lit i mean i'll be very honest it was a little uh scary because you know i was trying to place puzzles it's like puzzles right you've got blocks and you're trying to see where they fit And first day, obviously, you're not expected to, you know, suddenly uh, learn the whole, uh, you know, uh, business. But uh, yeah, it it can be a little scary, scary because when you see a whole lot of emails running through. But day day after day, you. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think uh, how lucky I got was I had had excellent colleagues who, you Mm -hmm. know, made made it very comfortable for me, who, uh, you know, brilliant, uh, you know, they were always there whenever I needed any, you know, I have, I still have questions, actually, you know, anytime I have questions, I still, you know, I can just simply walk up to them without hesitation, and they're more than happy to, you know, uh, guide me through. So I think that's what helps, you know, having a good team uh, who are there for each other, and, uh, you know, who are just helping each other up. So then learning becomes that much faster and easier.
0: Okay very interesting on the uh, is your background as seafarer helps you to this job is it something very crucial at, uh, actually
1: um it it's a plus i mean if you are okay. a seafarer and you will join in a in, in operation i think it's a plus because you already understand um the str- uh, the the flow of uh, the business and you know how uh, what a role a charterer plays or what a mm. uh, ship owner plays and you know the connections that happen commercially um so you already have that practical knowledge when you come in. But having said that at the same time, uh, you don't really need a a shipping background to be an operator. You could be uh, uh, as fresh as, uh, you know, anyone else, just walk in and then learn on the job. It's not, uh, it's, 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 it's a role for someone who's, who's practical uh, with, with the task who can, you know, uh, practically think and, uh, and logically solve,
0: uh, you know, work through, uh, the whole, uh, you know, aspect. Yeah. So, so to come back to this, uh, statement, what is the, the qualities or abilities of someone who wants to work as vessel operator?
1: Um, so I think What's, the one big, mean? I mean, as my recommendation, as in what I feel is what, uh, a person who wants to be an operator uh, as a, as a soft skill, you know, I think soft skills are very important. Uh, one thing that's important is that you don't get too burdened with uh, tasks mm-hmm. you know when a lot when might might come to you at the same time you know you suddenly have 10 different people asking you for different information it's about how you handle it, that sort of pressure okay so i think handling that uh, interpersonal skills are very important about how you deal with people how you communicate with people mm-hmm. um how you're able to prove your point. Um, and then also being, uh, you know, diligent with what you're doing as in, you don't procrastinate on, on things. You don't just let it be. You, you, you straight go for it, get it over with, you know, clear it out. So, um, I think okay. those are some very, very, you know, important skills to have if you're Good. getting into operations.
0: Good to hear at least from people who want to make career in this field. They know at least what they need. Um, yeah. on, about the job, when are you most busy? I mean, during which uh, part uh, operation? I mean, during loading and unloading of the vessel, during all, uh, it's always a constant uh, load of uh, work. Uh,
1: no, I think it is very difficult to say, though, you know, because yeah, things can just uh things that can go wrong can go wrong anytime so you know i mean i do get busy as soon as i get a handover because then i have to you know in, send out my instructions mm-hmm. i have to nom- you know, nominate agents those are pretty standard but then you know there could be something that suddenly happens in the middle of the night uh, it could be you know it could be any time of uh the voyage uh where you know suddenly things get really busy because then you know you're trying to troubleshoot something or you're trying to rectify something or you're make, trying to make sure that you know it doesn't go the other way you know it. it, it in,
0: in, in case of uh, uh, hazard i mean it can be fire etc what is your role in this situation
1: uh-huh. in, in terms of a hazard you mean in terms of a fire yeah, for example
0: you, are, you operate uh, i don't know a container vessel and you have one container in fire in the vessel and you know it so what is your what you need to do right now to 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 make your role as, as vessel operator
1: I think what we do immediately is uh, so the, the the big the first thing is obviously the safety of the vessel and the crew, uh, as you know. So we we have to make sure that I mean not directly, but then you know uh, obviously check on the, on the vessel that they're safe. That's obviously that's one thing. And now, now that I'm giving you uh, pointers, let me just say that I haven't come across this situation personally, so it's, it's totally going to be yeah. very. My 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 answers are going to be very uh you know uh, out of what i think would be the apt way of uh, doing it um so yeah safety of the vessel safety of the crew i think is paramount and that's how we would love you know to see it first and then next would be since it's cargo and we fixed it then we it comes into um you know uh, documentation of uh, what's happened uh, evidence collections we get our legal team involved you know there's if need be P&I gets involved uh, mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, and depending on how bad the situation is, then the whole thing of uh, deviation, if there's any that has to come in uh, on the voyage or, you know, so it's situational based then. So, okay. yeah, but okay. yeah, the legal oh, but... does come in, yeah.
0: So you have big uh, responsibilities in, in anyway in this situation. Uh, yeah. I want to ask you another question. It's like, uh, you know, when I asked you the difference between a ship manager and the vessel operator, I just want to... To ask you when you need to work in close relation with the, the ship manager
1: um say so the few times that we work uh, very closely together is uh say that we need a certain certificate that we need uh, that the charters are asking for you know okay. so when charters come and they fix a vessel they they want to they also want to wet the vessel to see you know if uh the vessel is compliant in certain ways yes. or not does it have certain certificates or not um so then that's when we go back to you know the the vessel managers saying that you know ask them to provide us certificates or uh or if there are any plans that we you know vessel plans that we need then we go to them sometimes they come to us asking you know uh they have to plan say a crew change uh you know and what would be the best yeah. uh place to you know conduct a crew change um so then, that's when the interactions happen. You know, that's
0: right. where the interface because is. as a operator, are you managing the you don't the crew doesn't no, have any, any importance for you. Okay, good good point as well. Okay, okay. So now we're going to uh, we're going to ask you more easy questions, less, uh, less more wide questions. Uh, so, so what what can you say about the technologies? The I, I, for example. Uh, digitalization, all this kind of stuff in your job. Did you see the difference or not yet?
1: Um, so it's coming in. Let's say yeah. we uh, in UAL are uh, actively sort of looking at, uh, you know, different uh, solutions in different aspects of the whole operations. Um, so personally, if you ask me on my personal point of view, it's inevitable i mean digitalization digitization is bound to come in it is uh it's it's the next thing as in uh you okay. know so it's going to be big let, let me just say that i mean it's it's going to be it's going to it's coming it's it hasn't played a very big role so far in shipping but it's going to be a very prominent it's going to play a very prominent role in the come in the near in the near future okay and you know it it could be anything to do with uh so now when you have digitization that's coming in uh the focus is more is majorly going to be on efficiency is going to be on um environmental you know uh factors yeah. or you know emission uh you know reducing emissions reducing costs just in time you know and how you can use uh things like ai uh to better yeah. uh optimize your voyages and you know so all that is already come in and it's gonna come in i think better and bigger
0: yeah, I still imagine you are using a lot of uh, uh c r. m. like software these kind of things uh, so so anyway you was, you are quite i think used to work with technology
1: yeah uh it's we do use uh, technology but uh, i think we we're, we're getting we're, the intention is to uh
0: get in more let's say that yeah yeah it will be like that for sure in the future absolutely yeah so what kind of advice can you give to someone who wants to start as vessel operator uh, my first advice would be
1: to first understand uh, what the role is uh, it's it's a very important uh, responsible role um, and then the other advice would be to work on your soft skills because i think soft skills are very very important uh to have and have have a love for shipping you know when you when you have this love for shipping or this connection for shipping it it will make uh you know uh it'll make the whole experience better you know when you if and when you get in as a vessel operator so okay. if you enjoy the commercial side of shipping if you uh uh you know
0: that's that this is this is a perfect uh role then okay. you know for you in the world uh vessel operator is it the same job i mean for example you are working right now in europe uh mm-hmm. but you i know uh you you are a sailor in in india you said in uh in I mean, I, I've lived in India, but uh,
1: the irony is my ship never called India. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I said so yeah. no all but,
0: over, yes. But I mean, my question, which is like, yeah. uh, is like the fact to be a vessel operator in Europe, is it the same in Asia or in other, or it's it's, it's it's an international business, or it will be the same? Uh... I mean, it's more or less uh, the same. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, the
1: basics will remain the same. Okay. Of uh, the basic structure of, of what is expected of uh, an operator will be more or less the same so,
0: yeah, that's uh, what I think. I mean, that's good. That's good. <laughs> so I think uh, I ask you all the question I wanted to ask you. Uh, do you want to add something? Do you want some word, word of the end, something you want to add? Um, all I'll
1: say is, uh, you know, there are companies that are looking out. I mean, I'm sure there are companies, uh, you know, that need young people, need mm. fresh minds. Every company, you know, has this thing of, uh, you know, a team should be a good mix of uh, experienced people, but Mm -hmm. also uh, get uh, young, uh, you know, minds on, on, you know, on board so that, you know, fresh ideas come up, Uh, be ready, uh, uh, you know, be ready to adapt to a a culture, you know, of of the company on how they work. Uh, Don't resist knowledge, be open to knowledge, be -hmm. curious. And you know, and just just keep learning because every day, uh, you know, is going to be a new learning in you know in shipping. That's how um, it is.
0: I want to add about the vessel operator jobs. It's a jobs if you looking uh, on LinkedIn, you have a lot of people work with this position, but we don't talk a lot about it. On many companies are looking for vessel operator, and they have this kind of train- traineeship. To become like junior vessel operator then you learn the the, the the job then you can become more senior position later so that's that's why i you know i made this podcast to give more visibility to the industry because nobody knows about everything uh, for example uh every time i talk about ships people know always about uh maybe uh like captain that's it but they don't know about other jobs in the maritime industry <laughs> that's
1: true and it so, was it was it was nice that uh, i could you know Uh, Talk to you about it. I think
0: I I enjoyed it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, In the upcoming episodes, I have a lot of uh, uh, episodes with Vessel Operator as well. I have two more. So thank you, Shri, for this uh, podcast. For me, it was a pleasure to have you today. Uh, You bring so many value. Uh, Thank you for having me. Yes, I wish you all the best. And have a very nice uh, evening because it's already uh, the evening.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot, uh, Paulus. It was nice talking to you and uh, wish you all the best with this podcast and with your masters. And uh, yeah, and uh, cheers. Have a good evening then. Yes, thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah,
0: Cheers. Bye. Thank you for listening and watching this episode. We are looking forward to bring you more inspiring stories from maritime professionals, experts and students. Do not hesitate to leave a review on Apple Podcast and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Your support means a lot to us, and it greatly helps in our continuous growth. We committed to bringing you more exciting episodes with passionate guests.